Hello and welcome to the Nordic Keyforge podcast. This is episode number 39. Um, the big 4-0. Uh, Algonon next week. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. The big the bit the big four oh creeping up on us. Actually, I mean the big four oh is creeping up on me in uh, in real life as well, actually. So um but this big four oh we can celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, how are you doing? Welcome. I'm doing quite well, actually. Yeah. Awesome. Nice to awesome. be here. Yeah, no, it is good. It's good. We are recording uh late at night here to kind of fill into our schedules. Um how was your key forge forge night? Well, it has been quite eventful since last time we spoke. Because <clears throat> I think last time we we I was on the podcast, I was telling about my my uh, troubles in the NK, NKFL. I have uh, I had three straight one-two losses at that point, and I was heading down towards silver. I thought, mm. but then things started to pick up, and I got nice. to. Three zero wins in the last two rounds, which actually made me go to the playoffs instead. And there I faced our colleague Saramis in the semifinal, and I managed to win that as well. So things have been looking up since uh, last time we spoke. And now I'm preparing for the for the grand final on Thursday. Thursday night grand final. I think someone's streaming that as well. Um, might be, might be, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I saw someone was going to stream. It could be. Um, let's see if we can view it here to see if someone was streaming it. Um, but uh, yeah, if not, that will be available in the Nordic Keyforge server. People want to jump in as a spectator. And who are you I'm, playing? I'm playing versus Christopher. He has an. A username that can't be pronounced, but it's oh, uh, Wiz, w... Wiz 12 or Wiz 12. Okay, okay, let's go yeah. with that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's interesting because I when, when I played uh Saramis in the semifinal, I, I feel like I I know his decks, um, and he knows my decks, so we both knew exactly like the banning wasn't, um really a surprise to any of us. We, we sort of predicted um, what the other person would ban. And also the, the picking order, like we had a lot of information, both of us. And yeah. Uh, yeah. going into the final now, I don't feel like I know uh, with stacks at all. So that's quite a different feeling. Uh, so I have to do some prep, I think. <laughs> Because yeah. I, I don't think I will get this chance again for a final because there are a lot of scary lineups coming up from from silver and below. So yeah, that is true. That is true. But I do one thing I have noticed about the season seventeen, and we're going to do a season seventeen roundup, um, hopefully on the podcast anyway. But one thing I've noticed is that we still have Swedes in the final, and we still we have. Um, Nordic Keyforge League um, veterans um, still in the top. Mm, um, yeah. So that's the really the really nice thing to say. You know, Nordic Keyforge League is not, and or say it's the Nordic Hexad is not just about bringing your best decks and kicking ass with them. It is so strategical, so so much about the matchups, um, so that you can be a good player one season and do really, really, really bad. Um, or you can be um, 
a really good player and do really well. You just got to guess the matchups, and so it's that other level of play that um, Zaramis uh, keeps talking about. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, that's very true, and I think um, most of the people coming up from from the lower divisions that actually like won their divisions and gone up probably are figuring figuring out the format or yeah. at least um, maybe they have figured out and uh, uh, we'll see but it will be interesting yeah. i think there will be a, a lot of changes in who plays where in the in the divisions which uh, also is very fun to like i, yeah. I like the experience of playing Text I don't know, even if it's it is fun to to also play familiar faces and, and familiar decks, but uh, exploring yeah. new lineups and how to face them is uh, more fun, I think, or at least to have the variety. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, definitely, I completely agree there. I think there is a um, I've, I've I've seen conversations going on in um, some other servers of just people trying to break down how to do play Nordic Hexad properly and um, trying to ask the the veterans um, in the in the community uh, how, how do we actually play this uh, as well so I think that's that's really good and it gives a really good ode to the um, the complexity of this yeah um, the, this format which is great but I think once we have finished the entire season we will get uh, oh, yes. where we can round up and, and talk more in depth about uh, like particular matches and stuff yeah um, yeah how has your fortnight been Jason my fortnight has been has been pretty good I've been I've been almost I've, I've been gone on to the more obsessed side of Keyforge just because the campaign has been so encouraging I have been playing uh, a lot of Keyforge in real life. I did a Keyforge tournament locally with getting some new players involved. And so there were seven of us on the night. Um, there should have been nine, um, but two people were sick. Um, so they couldn't. Apparently, someone said they eat bad mushrooms. Um, and so, you know, and this is, wasn't a Swedish person as well. So I was just wondering, okay, which which bad mushroom did they eat? Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was really encouraging. And one person, we've been meeting up once, twice a week to play more Keyboard Gmail Life because they're just really, uh, really getting into the game, which is just really, really encouraging. Yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah, really nice. Um, and I've kind of picked up a few decks which I wouldn't normally play, and kind of discovered some of my old decks as well, and maybe bought a couple more, a few too many. Um, so that's been that's 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 been my real life. I've been I, I was part of the twenty four hour stream that uh, Dinobot and Zoke uh, organized, uh, which was absolutely incredible. For those of you who haven't seen, it, um, you can find out. Uh, you can find the some of the highlights on my Twitch channel um, forward slash captains deck, the cap, the captains deck. I opened up a um, dark discovery uh, live on on the stream as well, and it was this been a one of the dark tidings combos which I've been on the search for. Um, and okay. so it was one of those things where I was just flicking, going through the cars, going through the salary, and, and I hadn't counted the cars, so I've just flicked over the next. Uh, unfathomable card and it was the drawn down and I was like wait a second bring it back over hang on that 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 card is only in a deck with dark discovery <laughs> <laughs> did you also manage to pull it off in game 
Yeah, like unfortunately, we, we ran out of time. Uh, we were going to do like a winner stays on, uh, but we spent so long talking about AOA, um, closer and AOA, that by the time we finished the first game, that an hour of the stream had gone. So oh, okay. we just talked through the rest of the decks and opened more cards. And yeah, that's that was that. And then to top off my Forge Night, I won my first game in the NKFL Sealed. So against um, Spymaster, actually. So it was a really tough matchup against a really good player. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really pleased with my Sealed lineup, actually. Really, really pleased. I've got some, uh, some, some good decks. Um, not too strong. Um, but they are on the kind of maybe I think the plus 70 average as well so okay. i've probably got worth one of the stronger lineups but this is my kfpl ticket i believe uh this is the this is this is what i'm what i'm going for this is my way into the kfpl because i think sealed is where i i excel a little yeah. bit better than so i we do have in two Flanders. future champions sitting here then yeah i think we do i think <laughs> i have no idea i i really i really hope so because i feel i've sealed i've done very well in um in person mm. tournaments and stuff like that as well so i think when the when I can't spend as much time getting to know my decks, I'm quite good on budgeting with the resources that I have in my hands. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow night. Um, actually, tonight, by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, if you're listening on the when we release this, uh, that would be Wednesday the 5th of October. Both myself and Zoak are going to be streaming the matchup on our own channels and being involved in the other channels and kind of talking through the games and everything as well. So we're both going to be streaming from our own perspectives. Um, so that's going to be fun. You can choose to either watch me or watch um, Zoke. Um, and so we're trying to time this well. Um, and this is midday for him as well. So he's doing this on his lunch break uh, from work. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So let's hope your, your like regular sealed skills um, come in handy for the NKFL sealed because it yeah. operates quite differently from regular sealed in that you can like check your opponent's decks and uh, also yeah. prepare matchups and stuff but uh... yeah i mean you still got the nordic hexad thing of this sealed yeah but the there's only a smaller pool of decks to play with and so you we yeah. don't have the thing i don't feel like i have the thing where i'm playing against um i'm playing against people people's wallets um, yeah yep. so True. Yeah, it's the 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 playing field is level with with this sealed thing. Um, these are we've all had the same amount of time to look through our decks, so that's that's where I feel that okay, I might might have a chance. Obviously, now I've talked about it, um, it's not going to go well for me. And even though not tonight is in is 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 not in my league, somehow I will lose to her and. Um, <laughs> 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 that will ruin the party. Yeah. yeah. I know the I feeling. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Someone will drop out, not tonight, or kind of going, yeah, okay, okay, I'll take the place, and um, it will just go really, really badly. Yeah. Great. <laughs> let's move on. We we <laughs> we wrote in our notes, quick forge night. Uh, this has not been a quick forge night. Uh, it's still been the same two weeks um, that a forge night normally is. Never mind. Uh, Carl, what did you think of the campaign? How excited were you that I'm gonna I'm gonna let you answer the question in just a second? However, I do want to bring up the thing. <laughs> How excited were you that they reached two thousand two hundred and two point thirty seven percent of their goal? One 
million one hundred and one thousand one hundred and eighty three dollars um that's six thousand one hundred and seventy two backers yeah how excited are you that's it's pretty amazing and i'm and i'm especially excited when they hit the 750 mark mm. which means you get uh, language localization for like every language that they uh yeah said might be possible and i think there are um yeah for, for the longevity of, of the game i think that's a huge milestone very important uh so i was really hoping for that uh, to met and i wasn't sure that it was gonna be but uh, yeah we got that and, and some more in the end there so mm. really great stuff um, yeah. and i think they they also came up with very interesting and fun uh, stretch goals along the way i think they did it very smartly um, yeah yeah, a lot of a lot of fun to be had there. Uh, I'm, I'm I am so so excited. Do the, you have one um, main particular like like a favorite stretch goal that we got? The fa- I think the unchained decks were I think one of my f- one of my favorites. Um, I I I signed up straight away to get a case, a, sorry, a case a a display of them, and then backed out of that one and decided to go for another box of. Um, display box of normal decks as well because mm. I wanted to place, um, you know, put my money into the getting decks that were um, going to be OP legal. Yeah. Um, but I think the most I, I'm actually really excited about the new adventures because it's going to be Keyforge adventures that isn't water related. It's going to be it's linked to the the the, the seventh set. Grim Reminders, by the looks of things. Mm. Um, and that's a whole other episode that we're going to have to do, talking about Grim Reminders and what, what could be there. Uh, but yeah, I think the, the new adventures, is yeah, I put it straight into my um, into my pledge. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, because um, I'm, I'm, I'm being more of a board gamer, I am very much into the, 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 the board gaming um, uh, style, uh, way of Keyforge. Um, and uh big fan of co-op as well so mm-hmm. yeah really excited and i'm really excited and it feels like they're in a position where they can they can put almost as much into it as they could do when they first released the game at ffg um with reservations obviously there's still the history with the game shops there's still there's still a lot of trust that they have to build with game shops yeah yeah um that i think as 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 players we have we 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 need to do something to help to try and help the game shop build a community so they trust in they trust in the game again yeah yeah especially like in the smaller uh, countries smaller markets i guess um there will be some shops probably uh that are quite burned from yeah yeah before yeah, and, and actually, and like just this week, the um the the, the local game shop that uh, they were starting to get a bit of a uh, a little bit grouped together with um the the the, the collectible card game that shall not be named, um, Flesh and Blood, the um they uh, did a they were <laughs> they were only getting six to seven people along to the armory events, and so they said, well, if we don't get more people, we're going to have to drop the game because instead they they can get maybe they can get 20 to 30 people every night playing magic there mm. and it's just like well they haven't advertised it or anything <laughs> so yeah. if some game shops it's going to take a lot for them to go okay let's let, let's invest in this again um 
and this is only a, a small game shop in a, a one of the smaller towns in um, smaller cities in, in in Sweden. So for other game shops with a slightly bigger area, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we can. But I think as players, we have a bit of a responsibility here to try and get the community going up in our area. That's just a reservation I think I had, and I think the maybe Ghost Galaxy have similar reservations. Yeah, yeah, true. Mm. Um, but I can't wait to get my decks. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. I was especially excited for the Anomaly addition uh, to the set because that was my favorite part about uh, Worlds Collide. And yes, yeah, of um, course, yeah. That that was the stretch goal, wasn't it? The, very much. Add in more anomalies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I've, I, I kind of see this as a good omen as well that I, I, I've got a Worlds Collide deck randomly. I just went into the local gaming shop and picked up uh, two Worlds Collide decks, and one of them had the Grim Reaper as an anomaly. I feel like that's a good omen for yeah. finishing off the, uh, <laughs> finishing off the, um, uh, the, the, the campaign, the end of the campaign there. Um, yeah, yeah so, sure. and that's my first anomaly as well. So the anomalies are going to be great, especially when I'm I'm, I'm waiting to see I'm waiting for Skyborn to come in. <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> that's going to be a good house. Um, one th- one thing I'm one thing I'm uh, upset about in, and I was really excited about the fact they're going to be giving away the um, fuzzy grown plushes. That I it was just a little bit too beyond my budget to get my fuzzy growing. Uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't hit the 420. However, with postage and taxes, it's going to hit 420 anyway. Um... <laughs> yeah, it was unfortunate timing for us here with the. I know we're waiting for this campaign to finish. Can it, can, it, can it just finish a little bit sooner so that we they can take our money before the dollar drops anymore? <laughs> yeah. So, so what did you end up with? Uh, I, I ended up with the. Um, the one fifty, one hundred fifty dollar pledge, which was the twelve decks, um, with yeah, just the twelve decks, two play mats, um, mm. one personalized. personalized deck, yeah, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and then I added two, two pledges of the six decks as well. So I'm basically getting twenty, twenty four. 24 decks plus the extra decks they get they, they're giving you the say the savior of keyforge decks etc etc um and then i added one extra unchained so i'll get three unchained decks yeah. uh, and then the third adventures um okay. i wanted to add i wanted to add so much more um but as you know it's what we were talking about in the um yeah, the Nordic Keyforge League server is, you know, play Keyforge cards, heat your house over the winter. You know, <laughs> yeah, priorities. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. I've got a lot of fifty to fifty-five decks that we could burn one night if it gets, you know, <laughs> you know, not good enough for reversal, not good enough for Archon. <laughs> Yeah, no, I couldn't. I I couldn't even do Shredder with my decks. What about yourself? Um, I started up with uh, I had the 150 pledge first, but then I um actually like co-pledged. Is that a word? Uh, oh, I yeah. um with uh, the King from the community because mm-hmm. he went for a 420 pledge, I believe. 
which is the, well the not the highest one but the one below that and um, I really like the concept of personalized text so I got to buy two of them from him mm-hmm. and then I I went for a seeker of decks pledge uh, like on my own so I got the free stuff uh, and I bought 12 12 decks from his pledge along with two personalized decks mm. um, so yeah I, I'll get I guess 18 uh, regular decks okay. two personalized and then the stretch goals yeah. which yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm fine with that I could I could have uh, gone for a few more decks uh, but since the like exchange rates and everything made the the pledge uh, so expensive i think yeah. i'll wait for it to hit retail and uh, yeah buy some then as well yeah yeah it got to a place where mine was mine was I think 320 um and then by the time it they took the money it was because the dollar to crown was at 1 to 10 wasn't it to start uh, with, maybe yeah, yeah to start with mm, yeah um but then now it, it kind of i think uh, yeah it was at least 11.6 i think yeah at the end and then it was an extra 400 500 crowns on top that i didn't think i'd have to yeah so anyway before i you know go too too far into that so however the 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 game, the, the campaign has been a huge success. Um, I really recommend any of our listeners to check out the Health and Future Self podcast as well. They Christian Peterson was um, interviewed on there, um, and they did the interview last week as they hit the one million mark. Um, and okay. so you see his reaction um, and the people in the office kind of cheering on in the background. So that's a good one. And he was just kind of overjoyed with the amount of success that's been. So it's, it's hit that successful marker for, for them. And you get to hear a little bit of his plans. I haven't finished the episode myself. Um, that was the first uh, little preview of the first 10 minutes there. So um, go um, and see. Yeah, go, go, guys, go and listen to Blake and Sydney. Um, Yep. I haven't listened to it um, either yet, so yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, I won't spoil the rest of the first ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but how Talking excited sp- were you? Uh, but how excited <laughs> were you when you saw the the um, video they made from the printing factory? Oh, I've great, watched it. it. I've watched it. I watched it three to four times straight away, and I've watched it about fifteen times already. <laughs> it's just if I'm feeling down at work, I need a bit more yeah. energy. I just I, I have it. I have it there ready to go. <laughs> Shortcut on my desktop. Uh, straight into you uh it was great to see it just just seeing him pull off that first deck into his hand was just beautiful oh wow yeah and i was actually making kind of like some kind of quite pleasing sounds like oh wow that's amazing that's so my wife was just sat on the sofa looking at me going what are you (laughs) watching And I was just thinking, Keyforge is back, and she just rolled her eyes and pressed play on the TV again. <laughs> Here he goes again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, my wife has never listened to an episode of this podcast, despite um, saying that she has, proving that um, everything is listened to on her on her on her key on her podcast app. Um, but she just hits them as listened to as well. Yeah. Okay. 
However, she does not know how many decks I have, so the moment that she does listen to it, I might have to stop. Moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, talking of spoilers, what are we doing tonight? Uh, we are looking through all the spoilers. Yeah, at least all the spoilers um, released um, from the campaign, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the the spoilers that Ghost Galaxy were given to, had, had released to content creators in the campaign. We're not going to go th- into any of the other spoiled cards that have been spoiled in... in, in there's a lot of been spoiled in Polish that were... Um, uh, it feels like that some of the Fantasy Flights... Uh, playtesters had realized that oh maybe their nda doesn't count anymore because they don't own the game um and so we were getting a few polish cards Mm. coming out as well um including one of our cards uh, which was a bit of a shame um that people had already started to see the tangaika and um everything else coming up and um i think they they the playtesters over there had even talked about our other token card as well. Um, another podcast mm. had said that they'd heard about that. And we were freaking out thinking, hang on a sec, we've had this for one day. And I was like, hang on guys, which one of you have leaked? This? Which one of you leaked this? Which one of you leaked this? I was going to come down and shine torches in all everyone's eyes going, oh, don't, don't, don't tell me you've talked about this to someone else. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then we also have uh, like uh, older official uh, spoiled cards, but we won't go through the ones uh, no. spoiled by... Uh, GG, yeah, yeah. Um, before this, the campaign, yeah. So. And this was a really good spoiler campaign, by the way. This um, this was a really good way that they did this, um, entrusting some of the people. And it felt like they were they were giving cars to the the content creators that have stuck with the game through the pandemic and the hiatus, um, and still keep um, going with that. And there's uh, the other content content creators that were on the list. And I'm pretty sure that you know they didn't get a spoiler this time. Then there's still the future sets for that. Um, how are we going to? How should we do this then, Carl? Um, I think we can go through it by house, maybe. Uh, and um, yeah, let's do it alphabetically uh, by house. Excellent. I and think. I mean, and that's and that's perfect because it's exactly how it's set up in the document. So yeah, we'll it's, uh, yeah, it, it sort of uh, aligns with the way I sorted the document like 20 minutes yeah. ago. So it's, uh, it's almost like this was planned. It, yeah, you, you one might think, but one might think. Okay, does that does that mean does that mean that we have to start with Worlds Collide's favorite house because they just kept yeah. on putting them into the game? <laughs> Brobnar is back. <laughs> Robnar's back, baby. Are you excited about Robnar being back? Um, well, judging by one of the cards here, I might be, but uh, I'm also a bit uh, worried, I guess. Or, yeah, yeah. How about how about you? What what do you feel about? I I don't know. I still get the feeling of opening Worlds Collide and getting a Robnar going. Oh, this deck's gonna suck. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, if any if anyone um, hasn't seen the Ember Media's um, Grobnar YouTube video yet, I really recommend that. We'll put the link in the show notes. Absolutely fantastic. Grobnar, um, no, no I, I'm ex- I do think they they have shown some uh, like reprints as well. That mm-hmm. makes me think that Grobnar might be back quite strong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I haven't seen a lot. Uh, I haven't been following the the 
spoilers uh, no. a lot. And a few of these cards I haven't seen before uh, this discussion. Like uh, yeah. I just compiled a document, but I haven't yeah. actually looked at and, it before. And that's it. They were coming so thick and fast that I haven't had a chance to really think over there. But we can go through this. But even just looking at the three cards that were... Uh, spoiled from Bob Knight. It feels like you've got some of the strength coming back from um, the earlier earlier Bob Knight. Mm. Yeah. Um, we have Berserker, which is um, Berserker enters to play ready and enraged. Uh, fight, destroy Berserker. This is their token creature. Pa- yeah. five, five power token creature. Yeah, and this is their linked token creature as well. Um so, it is, yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, so on its own, this is more like um, uh, like an action, really, uh, like mm. a five, five damage action uh, without a pip, and um, that's decent, I guess. Um, what do you think? How good? How good is it on its own? I mean, that's it's got to be the it's got to be the strongest token. I, by I strength, think it's, I mean, or yeah, by by strength, by strength, it must be the strongest token that's out there. I'm just kind of scrolling down the document to see if any of the, the ones that have come out yet. But I think it must be. Oh no, the um, you've got Sarian that's a five two, um, yeah. as well. But five five strength for a token is bad. If you've got a board of those out, that is that is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. Like the issue is that it's enraged and then it's destroyed when it fights, so you can't reach. Yeah, you can't reap unless the the enemy side is um, has no creatures. True. Um, or if Revna Star Song is on there. Oh yeah, yeah. True. The rare, the rare giants that will pull Berserker into your deck as the token creature. Seven power, uh, zero armor. Each friendly berserker loses all fight effects. Yeah. So, um, obviously, you can you can fight with it to get rid of the enrage. Um, but after that, once Revna's on there, you can reap and keep your berserkers on board. Yeah. So, I I think. Like I like the design in, in that it's cool and all, but I don't think this is a particularly strong um, combo uh, of uh, token and linked card. Because like uh, mm. kill her and then the berserkers are just they're not uh, going to do anything yeah. other than clear board. Um, so and and killing a seven power creature, yeah, it, it's not the easiest, but uh, you still kill them kill her with an implosion or yeah, uh, yeah. you know anything really that just removes a creature from the board so yeah, that's true um, I think you need something that rewards you from fighting in order to make the berserkers uh, good which is uh, the third card here uh, Brick Nasty the five I power the, I love the flavor uh, I love giant. the flavor please read it out oh <laughs> so so the ability is um, after another friendly Brobner creature fights, gain one ember and it's a common card uh, 
you want me to read the the flavor text? Please do. I mean, okay. Before we before we read the flavor text, the the artwork is uh, kind of you brick nasty. Uh, he's a kind of hard hard rock singer uh, on a stage um, yeah. with a mosh pit in front of him and arms in the air. Yeah, I think he's the lead uh, singer in the band. Uh, is it called Brecken? Yes, band? yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the flavor text uh, reads, Loudness, 8 out of 10. Destruction, 9 out of 10. I like this band. Tom, Brobner music critic. <laughs> I mean, the f- I just I just love the backstory there. I love the lore coming in there. Um and it kind of yeah. takes you back to the Tales of the Crucible Brobnar story, um, uh, where you get the the Brobnar Brobnar giants there, kind of going around in a gang, kind of. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I wonder if, and this means the drummer not will be back, if he's the drummer mm. in the band. <laughs> maybe, maybe the band, maybe they bring they, they've got the whole band. Yeah, that would be cool. Who's uh, in the band? Who's in the band? I'm not sure who's in the band. Okay, we need to look into that for the next episode. But I think this is obviously a really, really strong card. And um, I like that it's at common. I think they might limit it so it's uh, only one per deck or something. Because I think in multiples, it would be quite crazy. Um, But we'll see. Yeah, Um, yeah. I think think it has to be a common because it has to be... you, You have to see it more yeah you, yeah you for, want to see it in the most decks especially yeah. with these token creatures especially to give uh Brobnar some um some more strength but yeah if there were two or three maybe then that's a that's a huge huge swing yeah mm. um because i mean like warsong in kota was uh, good when you could uh when you could get it to hit, like with the with the board, um, yeah. But obviously, it also was a discard in a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of times. Yeah. But yeah. here you have it on a quite a big body, and um, yeah, I, I think this will be uh, really a key card in making Brobnar, uh, yeah, Brobnar house, house strong. In yeah. This set. Definitely, and especially especially with with so many token creatures in with the tokens in the game. Because it's going to be, it feels like it's going to be a board heavy set. Um, so there's going to be yeah. a lot of fighting. Um, so some similarities, some similarities to Worlds Collide there. But I feel I, 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 I'm, I'm more ho- hopeful for this Brobnar than Worlds Collide Brobnar. Yeah, me too. For yeah, for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we may need to come back with some redactions on that one. We'll see what happens. Let's yeah. have a look at the Merchants of Equinox. Is that the house's name? Is the merchant uh, Equidon? I think Equidon. Equidon. That's yeah. The, yeah. the, the Merchants is of Equinox. Uh, the com- compound, compact of Equidon is something. The like compact that. of Equinox. Oh, I'm yeah. so bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's call them Equidon. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> the Equidons. Uh, Equidon. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited about the flavor of this. This whole house. This is a yeah. It would be very interesting to see. Um, yeah, we'll I, I get, like get it pretty much all cards I've seen so far from this house. Mm. Yeah, I can recall. 
So the first first card we're looking at um, is a rare card called Mollus Collar. It's a um, Getroika creature, and Getroika seems to be quite a common trait uh, in Equidon, in the Equidon house. Yeah, it's one of the... Um... Because I think the, the from what we know about the from Equidon so far is that it's you've got all so many loads of different races because they they pull in loads of races. It's a very inclusive um, house, uh, but the get Getrukia are the um, this I think the specific race of Equinox. These these guys that are like. Equidon. Give it their identity. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's a four power um, creature with four armor. And its reap ability is for the remainder of the turn, each friendly strange shell gets plus three power and loses all abilities. So strange shell um, then is the linked token creature. Yes. Uh, linked with Molo's color. And that is a one power. Uh, creature with also four armor for a token creature mm. it's a beast and it has the ability strange shell cannot fight or reap action put strange shell into your hand and I see yeah this is this is quite a combo i really mm. like these cards yeah but again you you need you need the muscular um mollus, mollus color to mm. in order to do anything with strange shell because it can't yeah. fight or reap. Yeah, but the action ability is interesting, though. Put it into your hand. Yeah, because yes. this will be a token creature, so it will be a, a random card from your deck that you can look at. And uh, maybe ah, it will course. be a card that you actually want to play rather than have it as a token creature. Yeah. So you can control and hand shape a lot with these um uh, yeah, it would be very interesting, but I'm sure there will be a lot of like interesting interactions in how we use Strange Shell and uh, bringing cards back to your hand and maybe doing stuff that affects the board to get cards that you don't want in your hand mm. uh, off. And yeah, and also it has four four armor, so it's it's not easy for your, your opponent. It's, to it's gonna stick it's, as long as you've got a board wipe. It's gonna stick. Yeah, like and maybe you have upgrades that uh, like passive effects and stuff uh, and these will be quite uh, tricky to be removed so just the fact that they are uh, common and have four armor is uh, good in itself i think yeah yeah and then once you yeah. get the mollus color out they will be just uh, insane four fours uh, that can fight and reap yeah I oh yeah no I like that the that that action is going to be so powerful yeah um, I think so yeah yeah I I one one th my my big question with this set is how you know how many cards are you going to have in your deck that will allow you to create tokens that's my big thing mm. are you going to have decks that are really going to struggle to do them maybe there's one or two cards and then decks that have more or you know what's the the least amount of cards in each deck that is going to allow you to make tokens that's the big question i have so far yeah um, but, but i uh, think yeah. um once we get back to get further down i think i have a like, at least a theory okay. in how they will 
Cool. We'll we'll wait for that theory then, and let's move on to the puzzling trinket, which is their artifact. Um, it enhances your deck for two, um, Ember, uh, and it says when you resolve an Ember bonus icon, you may choose to resolve it as a capture, damage, or draw icon instead. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You That's an uncommon uh, uncommon artifact. This one. Yeah. This is. Uh, I really like this one. Is it the um, this is Amphora Captura that's similar to this, isn't it? With it, you can take mm. any any bonus icon as a capture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this one, you can choose exactly how you, what you need it to be. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how many uh, like how many enhancements are in this deck. But since this uh, uses. Um, bonus ember i suppose like you will you will have quite a lot of those in in pretty much any deck um so yeah Mm -hmm. i think this is a card you you want in every equidon deck um, yeah pretty much and the artwork is really fun It, it reminds me of those um kind of those puzzle boxes those japanese puzzle boxes where you have yeah you you can turn like Rubik's cube or something. You can turn it different ways, and it has different functions depending on what setup you have it um, have it in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. And then you have uh, quite a disgusting upgrade. <clears throat> uh, I kind of feel bad for the Niffleapes here, considering that we don't have Untamed yeah. <laughs> in this set anymore. It feels like the 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 Niffleapes have been. Um, slaughtered. Um, yeah, I wonder if it's an ape's hand or if it's a queen or or. A... Yeah, it could be the uh, the 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 paw of the niffle queen. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, there's an upgrade that says this creature gains reap, destroy this creature, and attach attach niffle paw to another creature. Yeah, and also has a printed ember on it. Yeah, but this would but this this would be something that you'd play on your opponent. Yeah, wouldn't it? Um, and but then, then they, they would will... then play it on you, and then it yeah. will just keep going backwards and forwards. Yeah. Unless you need to destroy one of your own creatures, maybe you know if you had a, um, if shadows was in this this deck, you'd play it on a um. What's the card? Opponent gains one, destroys still three. Oh, oh, not old Bruno. Brent, but, or... uh, Brent the Brent. fanatic. That's the one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you would put on. You might want to put on your own Brent. That that kind of thing. However, shadows is not in this set. That would very rarely happen, um, and you would not put that on your opponent's Brent. Um, no. So, but Equidons has. Uh, they are the ones with the scout uh, token creature, right? The one that yes. uh, gets you a card. Um, if so it's... yeah, so cross set, you might be able to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So you you can, you can you use can... like you could if you have a full board of uh, scouts. You could uh, um, start with it. You gave gave it to the first uh, reap. Then you can draw a card. Then you put it on the next one. You reap. You draw another card, etc. And now yeah. you've killed your entire board. So maybe not a good idea, but you have a full hand if that's what you yeah. need. So it's a possible use, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, and then hit with a. Uh, obviously, you wouldn't have data forge or anything. 
um, as well. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so many decision points there in, in with, with these tokens now. This is just so much fun. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not uh, sure. I don't recall if there are other token creatures with like a destroyed effect. Um, but um, yeah, it would be yeah, fun uh, if it um, if it is uh, open yeah. to just use on your own or your opponent. That the, the set supports both approaches. Yeah, yeah. With one thing I noticed with these Equidon, um, considering these these are like a lot of merchants, and with this set you're gonna have you have the you know you have to give a little to take a lot um, balancing of, of some of the effects. You don't get a lot of that here uh, with these spoilers. The a lot of the no, you know, allow your creature allow your opponent to gain one, and then you can do something even bigger. Yeah. Um, so you're not giving your opponent so much more here. So this is quite nice to see some of the is not all going to be about your opponent gets something if you want to do something. Uh, mm. yeah, yeah, true. Just just some just something I realized here. Uh, also something else I just realized now I see the pasting trinket has um uh like the copyright thing says Ghost Galaxy 2022 while the other says FFG 2021. So that probably means this is a late addition to the set then. That particular mm-hmm. card. Uh, yeah. I hadn't noticed that before. Mm. And you've got a... It feels like the puzzling trinket as well was a uh, an official image file from the their image pool, whereas the other ones were screen, have been screenshots as well so it feels like this is something that they have made changes they've at least made changes to yeah exactly this yeah changes mm. yeah good spot <clears throat> good spot carl i did not see that myself mm. should we move on to mars yes let's... um because we are running down the clock um <laughs> At least this, Mars, this is not uh, going to be the half hour episode that we thought it would be. Uh, no, it never is. Yeah. We always say we'll just do a quick half hour episode, yeah, and it strong. never is. <laughs> um, but I'm going to keep saying we'll do a half hour episode, otherwise, this episode is going to be two hours long. Um, Mars, we only have two cards that were spoiled here, but they spoiled a whole lot of Mars to get people excited anyway when they first announced the uh, acquisition. Anyway, do you want to give us these cards? Yeah, so the first one is a common action card called Genetic Blast. It comes with a pip, and it has the play effect deal 2 damage to a creature and each other creature with the same name as that creature. The flavor text says, got him right in the chromosomes. (laughs) (laughs) Which is quite fun. Uh, But uh, yeah, what do you think about this card? I I I mean, it's it's an obvious token... um token target or a target it's you're going to ter- target tokens with it um you know creatures with the same name that's the that that that's it feels like that's the point of the card yeah um and the artwork is the the artwork for the mars playmat um oh, okay. from the game found campaign as well it's the um mars they're basically zapping blobs oh, okay um I wonder if they will yeah. bring back Mars Need Ember for this because mm-hmm. 
at least um, if you play older versus older sets, uh, mm-hmm. then you don't have the token creature. You might not have like that many multiples with two um, two HP. So just damaging a bigger um, board of higher power creatures might get your Marcin Ember to get value. Um, so I hope they will reprint that. Do you recall what that uh, does? It uh, um, makes the opponent capture Ember from their own pool if the, for every damaged uh, non-Mars creature. For every damaged non-Mars. I was, was just doing a quick search here to see if it was the non-damaged or damaged yeah. creatures. But it's the damaged ones, isn't it? Yeah. Because I feel like uh, like not not even not uh, every token creature have to uh, to power or or less. No, we have seen no. quite a few with three power or more, so it feels quite weak. I think on its own. Yeah, but you do you do have tokens that are one and two power as well, so it could be a board wipe against the right deck, or it could be something mm. to yeah um, uh, to yeah, do true. that there. Um, so the other card they have spoiled from Mars is uh, Ixul, the Iron Captain. You should like him. Yes, he's a captain, captain. in the game. Yeah. Uh, and he's a four power creature with one armor. Uh, Martian, Rebel. It's an uncommon. And he has a play effect. Each friendly Rebel creature captures two. <laughs> Just trying to remind myself right now what the rebels um, were, um, that what the rebel creature was. Uh, uh, I think it's just going to be a trade it's one of the tokens. in Mars. Uh, oh yeah, I think there is the, the rebel was one of the tokens, and it was from one of the original. Um, yeah, but I think it yeah. will also be a common trait in Mars uh, in this set. Um, so you will have. Uh, probably more rebel creatures than just discard and uh, that token creature. Yes. Let's have a quick look to see if we can see any rebels in any of their things. No, we can't. Um, but I mean, that would be the nice. I mean, this is this isn't the rare. This is the uncommon card. This isn't the one that will pull the rebels into your um, into your deck. Oh wait a sec, but a rebel is the um okay, completely ignore what I said about the, the rebels being a token because a rebel is actually a trait. Yeah. But but I think you also write that it's a token with a rebel trait. A rebel creature, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so uh, yeah, but I don't think this one is linked. Um but yeah, it will be a common trait in the Mars House, so um yeah, I guess we don't know how common, so we don't no, know how that's good true. This, that's true. this is, yeah. but um, Capture 2 is uh, useful. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, very, definitely, definitely useful. At the very least, he will Capture 2, because um, yeah. he is a rebel himself. Yeah. And the flavor of this card as well, the um, that, like, Down with the Elders is the thing, and it just, the, the whole story of, the, the first story of Tales of the Crucible, when they kind of go, go and they go into the, the they explore the Mars house in within the crucible and actually there are like a a, a a a breakaway colony from mars that you it's feel i feel like that whole thing's coming alive 
um, with 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 the Mars flavor. So we, I hopefully we're going to find out a whole lot more about Mars in this set. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so I hope they will. I hope we will get like two different sort of archetypes with Mars. Uh, the sets that you can get. Mm. Like I got the Rebel deck, and maybe you got the mm. original. Uh, like. Yeah, old leaders, and then we can face off and see who wins. Because the the looking at the thing, he's got the the Mars in the artwork for the Iron Captain has. I'm not sure if it's a captain thing or if it's a rebel thing, but he's got a red stripe down his face going over his eye, um, and red markings on his on his suit, mm. which you don't really have on many of the Mars creatures. It's a purple. Um, they have purple on their suits on the normal Mars creatures. Yeah. So yeah, there's gonna be yeah, it's a Martian civil war, maybe even. Yeah. I don't know. We're 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 guessing here. Um, yeah. Cool. Great. Well, before we go on to uh, Sanctum as the next house, um, we're gonna. Um, take a break here and uh this has been part one of the uh our spoiler episode um and we'll be back with part two uh next week so you've got a lot of time to think about the spoilers that you have with these um that we've gone through so far. Uh, what do you think? Let us know in all the channels that you can reach us. Send us messages. Send us pigeon, uh, carrier pigeons. However you want to get your messages to, uh, to us, uh, let us know. Um, are you excited about these cards we've seen so far? Carl? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But also excited to look at the upcoming cards for next week. Yeah, yeah. You ain't seen nothing yet, unless you've actually seen the spoilers. Then you have all seen them. Um, but yeah, we, we're really excited about that. So this has been part one. We will see you next week for part two. Forge on a Prosper. Good night. Good night.